You're listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, episode 153. There is no reboot, only three. If someone asks you if you are a fan of the Sci Fidelity Podcast, you say yes. But like a river of fluid negative emotions, this podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult themes and language. I am sorry for this corny intro. It just popped in there. I don't even know what that means, but I'm Me fascinated. Either. Well, when you talk into a microphone, the it vibrates a little uh, uh, magnets in there to create the electrical signal. But the and a switched-on microphone now? amplifies that so that it sends out a big, strong signal. A switched-off microphone is being powered purely by your own sonic vibrations and thus well, doesn't produce much electrical signal. not exactly signal. true because, uh, you know, there's electricity in the wire that connects it to your... You computer know, there. If you guys do this to a beat, we got a schoolhouse rock song going. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of contradiction in schoolhouse rock. Did you notice that? I mean, you could be a bill on Capitol Hill, uh, but no one ever said, actually, you're just an amendment. Oh my God. I want a school. I want a, a whole series of schoolhouse rocks called Well Actually. <laughs> Well, actually, this is the Sci Fidelity Podcast. I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> well, actually, um, you don't have to multiply by one. It all comes out to the same thing. We don't have to spend the next 15 minutes doing this. Like, It's pretty basic. You should really grow up. Wait yeah. a minute. That's why people come here to listen to adults have reasonable conversation. No, oh, yeah, no. That's if you not didn't notice, can... uh, we prefaced this show with a little warning there, so you would know that this is for adults only. And uh, if, if that ain't you, you should fuck right off. With but extreme adult, prejudice, but not adults only in that pornographic way, though. We do sometimes right. talk about. Don't unicorn preclude blood. that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it goes there. Sometimes it goes there. Whatever. Just saying. A lot of Halloween <laughs> movies go there. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it's like no one was even yeah. trying. Good grief. We're just going to meander through the fucking whatever. What are we talking about? <laughs> well. <laughs> no, I want to know what we were going to meander through. <laughs> you're just, you're gonna, I wouldn't even pay attention. You're going to meander through... Just some bullshit, because you're just like, I wonder how long we can go this until someone decides to do the thing. Whatever. Let's just let's just go. Let's just. The people at home don't want to hear this. They don't want to hear this random bullshit. They want to hear about Ghostbusters. Hey, man. Actually, is 
we ha- we had a reboot of the Ghostbusters, and there's talk now of a sequel to the Ghostbusters. And which Ghostbusters are they going to do a sequel to? Well, one would presume, uh, you know, the original Ghostbusters, but I'd be down for extreme Ghostbusters. No, Let's get that no. guy with the wheelchair, the animated dude. Yeah, but here's the thing. Um, Extreme Ghostbusters was a continuation of the original Ghostbusters. So well, it's the, the real Ghostbusters. Thing. Whereas in real yes, Ghostbuster real continuity, Ghostbusters. the movies were just adaptations of some other story that happened in the cartoon. Wait, is that real? Yeah, yeah. The cartoon explicitly said that the films are a film adaptations of the adventures of the cartoon characters. Is that why they got away Way. with saying the real Ghostbusters? That was their explanation? Instead uh, of just saying no. it's a jab at that, that Hanna-Barbera cartoon that we're basically my... I, I don't so remember them making that connection the in the episode, but I'm not saying no. it wasn't in there someplace. It was that, a very meta that, episode. <laughs> the Hanna-Barbera cartoon had the uh, had the the rights to the name, all mm-hmm. the Captain Marvel Shazam style, so that's why... They had to put the real Ghostbusters on there to oh. differentiate themselves. Oh, I, I figured that was the case. I just was uh, yeah. just trying to see if that 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 was their non-bitchy explanation for why it was called <laughs> the real Ghostbusters. What episode was that, Brian? Because I don't remember. I don't remember that. Uh, I mean, it see. didn't happen, but I don't remember it. Yeah, it's um, I don't know the titles, uh, but it's the one where they are the Ghostbusters are all invited to a Hollywood studio to review the script of the Ghostbusters movie that the studio is making. And oh. um, then in the process, they they leave their proton packs sitting someplace and somebody thinks they're props and hauls them off and and they end up with fake proton packs because they they, they end up grabbing the, the the set the props for the movie and then the ghosts of course get loose running loose in Hollywood and there's Hollywood ghost chicanery a la Gremlins 2 or something kind no. of everywhere and the Ghostbusters have to save the day and then the last shot of the, the, the end of the episode they're all going to see their movie and they're all you know getting to the theater and they got their popcorn and making jokes and the 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 lights come up or the, or the screen lights up and they show not a cartoon but the actual opening seconds of the original ghostbuster film revealing that oh the original ghostbusters film is the adaptation of this of their 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 first adventure uh and the cartoon hmm. continuity is apparently arguably more real than the movie is it also explains why dana barrett never shows up in the cartoon nicely it's obviously that she was the obligatory hollywood love interest that was jammed into the movie to make it more uh, more uh more film friendly for audiences <laughs> so they i don't, don't state that but it, it nicely makes shit. sense so I saw the episode multiple times. <laughs> so. I'm not calling you a liar. I'm just saying I don't remember it. It huh. blew my mind as a kid. That was one of the most first big meta moments of my life. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I thought well, I, I mean, spent hours thinking about that. <laughs> clearly, I it, it, I feel like that episode to you was what Transformers the movie is for me for Transformers. Pretty much the only thing I think about when I think about Transformers. But all right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll, when I think about that cartoon, that episode's right up at the top is my all-time favorite things they did in that cartoon. So they're okay, then. so they're making a new Ghostbusters. Um, 
I don't know how much they've revealed about it, but presumably it's about the uh, the new the uh, original team. And I, I got to be honest, I don't I don't know that I necessarily want that. I, to be fair, I didn't necessarily was dying to see the remake that they made a couple of years ago, and I didn't hate that. So I'm open to the idea that they might still make a good movie, but I, I don't know. I, I it's been years over a decade since the last one and i'm good i don't necessarily need a sequel and i'm good (laughs) if they do make it do they call it ghostbusters 3 i mean i would think so no i as i recall um i don't think it's i mean it's not gonna be i think there'll probably be like a cameo from maybe ray since you know he's still alive but um like it'll be probably like a whole new a whole new group of ghostbusters and but it'll be in that same initial continuity and that's pretty much it so so this will be a this will be a let's pretend the reboot didn't happen at all Maybe. Well, probably yeah since the probably. reboot had it, it took place in its own continuity i mean yeah <laughs> so Probably, but it'd be Man, funny. Man, that might not go over since some people took that as a political statement. You I was going to say, it'd be funny yeah, if, if, the, uh, if the women all showed up as cameos like the original actors showed up as cameos. Would that be movie. funny? That would be, be kind of fun. Me. It'd be I funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um. I, guess. I don't know, man. That's like, it's a reduction in role to go from a lead to a cameo in a same titled series. Wouldn't be the first yeah, time I, it's happened. Well, it's Dan Aykroyd almost certainly is going to be a supporting role, you know, the wise old man. Yeah, but he's not doing anything. Generation. He's got nothing else going on. <laughs> Wow, that was that laugh was Joker esque. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I caught that. I thought that was funny. I was, got a random dig on poor Dan Aykroyd. Um. Well, I mean, he did Joe Rogan podcast, and he basically said he ain't doing shit. He did a thing yeah. for like Netflix or whatever, and that I mean, that's done. That's in the can. And it's not I mean, like there's been a huge call. It's not like we're all clamoring for the next Dan Aykroyd project. Bill I Murray love what he the, did, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bill Murray is doing his thing just, well, no, being I was just Bill say, Murray as fuck. I was just going to say, Bill Murray's out there doing Zombieland cameos. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> is he doing a new one? I, I, from what I understand, he does have a cameo in the second one. I don't know how that oh. works, but apparently he's huh. in it somehow. Well, you notice they didn't they didn't shoot him in the head. They just shot him in the chest and then threw him off a balcony. So he's probably actually a zombie now. That's fair. Um, I guess my biggest reaction to them doing another Ghostbusters of any sort, and I, I've kind of had this ever since I was old enough to realize it. So not all that long, but um, is Ghostbusters is inherently when you boil it down to uh, down to its core just a Saturday night live skit. What if you could hire an exterminator who would come and spray for ghosts? That's 
Ghostbusters in a nutshell. It's a Saturday Night Live skit. Is telling the same joke even a second time, let alone as many times as we have told it, really got any meat on it at this point? Um, and I'm not sure. Now, if you, if you want to ignore the, the satire, the absurd premise and just go with it as a science fiction story with lots of jokes, then I guess I, I mean, that's a different thing. That's clearly what the cartoon did is we're just going to take it at face value. This is what we're doing. This is how the tech works. And we're going to tell lots of stories in this universe. And I mean, from that perspective, you could argue, sure, let's do another. If we've got a good idea for a story, let's do another Ghostbusters adventure. Um, the cartoon did it week after week after week. And, and many of them were amazing. So. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of very, very mixed feelings on whether or not they're there. It's even worth attempting. So, um, well, what's the downside here? Men in Black International. Yeah, that that's a really <laughs> good way to put it. <laughs> you you have just become full of hate. Now I know that's good for the show, but damn, sir, do you like any? I, 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 I know that people I have said, said that you that people all, that you like too much, but now you've gone the other way. You picked them, swung. You're like everything sucks. Everything's everything shit. All you're I said in that the, episode of South Park. All I said was "Men in Black International." He asked the question, and I I feel like the worst case scenario would be a unnecessary sequel. I don't actually you, you, I haven't actually seen in Men in Black International. I, I don't actually have a lot of hate towards that movie, but it, it yeah, is but, probably unnecessary. I mean, we're already <laughs> past the point of an unnecessary addition to the franchise. I mean, that bridge is crossed, and we're now on the other side. Fair enough. And they're saying, like, well, we don't have to just completely rebuild the whole universe with a sprinkling of what you know about Ghostbusters, like mm. we did last time. We could go a little more full throttle on what you know and give you maybe not exactly the same characters, but at least the same universe. Yeah. They could yeah. do that. And if that's what they're doing, cool. And if that's not what they're doing, then you get my money pulled back. I mean, you just won't, I won't be spending money if we don't get something that's respectable. I mean, that's, that's how that basically works. Agreed. Well, I mean, look, look. All, all of this is is that the studios are too scared to try something new. They're like, hey, people, what did people watch in the 80s? Yeah, let's make movies about that. Let's see if we can turn that into – let's see if we can turn that into the next Avengers. That's what we're looking for, a billion-dollar fuck franchise. Are, so, are, you, are you saying that we as a society is obsessed with the 80s right now? A little bit. <laughs> um, and so the down – so the upside is – we get more of that sweet ghostbusting goodness that we all enjoyed. And the downside is that we get, you know, we we are nerd obligated to watch through a pile of shit. So, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I probably will see it in theaters. Uh, unless, well, actually, I take that back. Because on paper, I would have seen it in Black International in theaters. But then I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, I can wait to see that at home. Like, I'll see Men in Black International, wait, wait, but I'm wait, not going to see wait. it in theaters. Let's, let's pause. Uh, Michael, you now have your yeah. Alamo <laughs> free fucking movie for like, yeah. you know, 25 cents. Yeah. You're going to go see it in theaters. Well, yeah. Actually, 
since I just got onto that Alamo season pass, uh, it's a subscription service for a, a movie theater that makes it so that, you know, for 20 bucks a month, you can see as many movies as you want. Yeah, if I had had that when Men in Black International came out, I probably would have seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so let's, let's let's not let's not kid ourselves that you're going to be like, well, I don't want to spend money on that. You're like, shit's free. Fuck it. Let's go. That's well, what yeah. I'm amazed that you don't have an RV in the Alamo parking lot right now to be like, hey, whatever. I, why go home? Does just it, bring home to the theater. Doesn't I'm have an apartment f- anymore. He just has a, a van <laughs> down by the Alamo. I've, I've only had that shit for eight days. <laughs> now, in that time, I've seen two movies. At the <laughs> yeah, you should get to know your favorite cast, <laughs> your favorite crew members. Hey, guys. Hey, I, uh, it's Michael. And, hey, man, I, I see you. And I Michael do have become that weirdo that regular, walks in with like a bucket. Is like, oh, what is that? It's just no. I had burritos last night. Don't worry about it. I, where's the bathroom? Thanks. Yeah, I uh, and I and I do have tickets for this weekend. <laughs> yes, of course you yeah. do. We've all met you. Oh my god. So 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 yes, if I had had the Alamo season passed when Men in Black International was out, yes. But there's a I will. I've always said. If I have to spend fifteen dollars on a movie, I'm a little bit more judgmental. If I'm seeing it for like a dollar, which is effectively what this would cost me, yeah, I'm much more easygoing for a dollar. <laughs> you know, I like the Alamo right. a whole bunch, but the the trick that Alamo plays on you, just as an aside, gentlemen, mm-hmm. is that you get to see a movie in a nice environment, but then they want to sell you some expensive crap to go with it. I get it. It's a nice business model, and I don't necessarily mind, but the shit is an illusion. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, no, the stuff that they sell you is expensive. I will tell you, uh, 75% of the time, I don't buy anything. <laughs> I go there, I maybe get a glass of water, and then I go home. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, you want this uh, movie subscription thing to continue? You better tune up your act. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Before I was uh, getting the Alamo Draft House season pass thing, yeah, I uh, I pretty much I got some stuff. I'm not gonna say I never got anything, but yeah, typically I get like a Coke at most. I'll spend like, which is also massively expensive. Which is yeah, seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I get it, but I mean, most of the people there, like everybody around me is buying stuff. So I don't think they, they care about the fact that I'm frequently going there over and over and over again. They like that. And yes, they'd prefer that I was buying something, but I don't, I, I I'm not paying for a season pass. So your, 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 your chances of buying food is probably a little higher if you didn't pay for a ticket anyway. So this is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly. They are losing money on you because uh, if since you aren't buying any of the food, um, yeah, no, no, don't I'm, be proud of that. They're gonna rescind your fucking season pass shit, and you're gonna be like, sitting outside going, looking at the window like, oh, it was good so while it lasted. They're gonna, they're gonna rescind. I'll, I'll buy a sandwich. I'll buy a sandwich. They're gonna wow. rescind my movie, my season pass, so that I just go back to the way things were eight days ago. <laughs> Yes, when you're dropping fifteen bucks, it's a funny pop now instead of it ain't twenty gonna be bucks funny for a when month. It happens. Yeah, 
oh no, we're all gonna laugh because like I told you, you should you told you, you need to buy a sandwich anyway. Like, to, um, to be honest, and this will be my last thing because we're gonna get back to Ghostbusters. But yeah. uh, if this goes I ain't afraid the way of no ghost. Of, if this if this goes the way <laughs> of uh, movie pass, I'm not gonna be that surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what exactly did we just describe? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, I'm saying the connection I was making is you buy a sandwich, or yeah. it goes the way of movie pass. Yeah. Right? If, yeah. If it goes the way of movie pass. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Way to think of the others. Hey, you know what? So here's the thing about uh, Ghostbusters. I, As I recall, um, this was being written by Ivan Reitman's son, actually. So I yeah. think that was, the, that was the draw that said, hey, you just did your reboot. But do you there really some care issues that, with that. about that? Come back to me, and I, will, I, I am the guy to give you the original Ghostbusters goodness. Well, and to be but fair, it's the I've, son of the guy, and to the be son, f- well, the son of the guy. But you know, like I was raised with it, so I know. mean, they had the well, son of the really? they su- had the son of Man. the guy who wrote Empire Strikes Back write the solo movie, and that didn't work out so well. So. well okay, well, okay, but let's <laughs> let's be fair here. Uh, yes, Jason Reitman is the son of Ivan Reitman, but the guy's got his own. Like the guy was the director of Thank You for Smoking. The guy directed Juno. He's a producer on Up in the Air. The guy has his own like oh, fair enough. But that's <laughs> that's sort of my point exactly. Is they wouldn't have picked him if it wasn't for his name, a thing he had no control over. Right. I mean, no, can you I say that your professional pick- no, I- is? Your professional ability has been directed by the achievements of your parents. Can you say that about no, no, no. yourself? No, 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 no. I think they. I don't know that they picked him. I think he pitched it, and they said, "Well, if you want to do it and you have credits, sure, why not?" I do believe he pitched it, from what I understand. I don't think it was something that was pitched to him. The only reason the we reason heard he about it, it is because of his name. No, Maybe. the reason we heard about it was because the Ghostbusters reboot had all of this baggage uh, hitched to it, and the studio still wants to make money off of that Ghostbusters franchise, and so they're like, hey, there's a new one coming out, and in case you're wondering, that's going to be more bullshit. So to your point, yeah, maybe the the, the fact that it's his name was say, hey, this is not going to be more of that bullshit if you thought the first one was, or the re- reboot was bullshit. It's not going to be that, but, you know, the thing I, wouldn't have gotten made if it wasn't for him pushing for it. I, and, and he's pushing for it because he wants it. So. And, and I'll, I'll be honest and say, I'm I'm happy to say that maybe nepotism was a factor, but it matters less to me given that the guy has made other movies that I have enjoyed. I yeah, really but, enjoyed The Front Runner. I thought that was a great movie. Juno, great movie. If it was just... I'm Jason Reitman, and he didn't have any film credits. Yeah, it would probably bother me. But the guy's it's got his own like, film credits. It's not like the cast and crew that worked on the reboot is a bunch of fuckwits who've never made a movie before and just rented some shit like The Room. <laughs> well, and right? to be fair, I don't hate the reboot. <laughs> yeah. All right. But it wasn't what <laughs> most people yeah. were looking for. Granted, but I just wanted it to be said because I felt like we were <laughs> yeah. discussing the reboot as if it was accepted shit. I, I don't actually think it was garbage. I, I it maybe was right, well, the best movie in the world, but I liked it better than it Ghostbusters too. Okay, I won't well, go that you're, far. You're, you're a unicorn. Oh, it was way better than Ghostbusters too. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know how to go that far. It's it was different, right? And if you weren't looking for different, then you weren't gonna like it. And also, it pulled in some of the current movie making tropes that I'm not a big fan of. So that that didn't help. So you know, whatever. Brian, I would say Ghostbusters two in the reboot. If I had to give them number scores, are probably equal. Like, maybe one's a 6.5 and the other one's a 6, but I'd be hard-pressed to tell you which one. I mean, I don't hate Ghostbusters 2, but, I mean, it falls into that same category that 75% of movies fall into. It's not the best movie ever made, but it's not shit. Yeah, well, I, I <laughs> would tend to agree. Ground. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. I, I, I just, and neither of them are anywhere close to the greatness of the first one. Yeah, the first one. It's good. Okay. It's like really good. Yeah, it's a classic. I am glad, thankful even, that I am not like the two of you. <laughs> not exactly sure what I've done wrong here, but okay. I didn't say okay. anything wrong. I'm just uh, glad I'm different than you. I like okay. who you are. You're in that 75%. <laughs> no, I just, my my issue with the 75% thing is I feel like like a lot of critics and, and, and fans out there are everything has to fall into it's the worst thing I've ever seen or it's the best thing I've ever seen yeah. where I'm like most the movies the polarization don't, on that is bullshit yeah, yeah I, most movies for me fall into a middle ground where it's like it was alright but here's the thing in our attention whore look at me look at me world that our media is driven by these days no one gives a shit about your opinion if it's eh it's alright they want you to have a hard take, either pro or for anything. And so what do we do? Even we're not immune to this draw. I get to play Captain Filthy Mouth over here and say it's <laughs> bullshit, you know, because unless I've got some meat to offer on that topic, whatever it happens to be, in this case, Ghostbusters, no one gives a shit. No one gives Fair. two shits about what if I think, ah, it was okay, mm. I could take it or leave well, it, ho-hum. It is quite possible to dig into Ghostbusters 3 or the reboot or whatever it is um, and say, well, within it, it does, I think, the comedy really, really well. But the adventure story that was key to making the first Ghostbusters such a success is very poorly done. Um, it is, you could strip out all the jokes from the original Ghostbusters and kind of make it a spooky horror thing and it would work fine. Um, you could not do that with the reboot. If you strip out the jokes, there's nothing. Yeah, there really is nothing. Um, yeah. And so yeah. you can have a hard take on certain aspects of it while still stepping back and saying, overall, it was a, you know, a six out of 10. So. I, I'll give you something else. Here's some red meat. I started off this podcast by going, I don't know that I necessarily need a Ghostbusters 3. And then you guys reminded me that Jason Reitman was directing. And I was like, oh, right. I actually like that guy's movies. <laughs> actually, now I'm actually <laughs> on board because I forgot who was making it. Now that I remember yeah. that, I like that guy's movies. I'm actually on board. Now I need a reason to not want to see that movie. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what, man. Like... That's all fine, but we don't know what level of control or influence this guy has. True enough. No. So, and if he just well, got to look at the script after it's written, you know, he, let's say he got to look at the shooting script and he goes, oh, uh, you know, pages four through 25 are just full of bullshit that's unneeded. 
are they going to back off a shoot-ready script? Because <laughs> they've already got the benefit of him being attached. Well, okay. So there is there is um, no guarantee that just whatever Ghostbusters movie you put out is going to be successful, right? This is all purely speculative because the only thing we've seen is an old barn with XO one <laughs> sitting in it. Yeah. And uh very was true. It, did it even have the sound of the proton pack? Like I don't even know if it was it. That, that was just like here's a car and some shit's coming. So who knows? It could be great, it could be shit. I am choosing to be optimistic and I'll wait till the trailer comes out, right? Just like yeah. I did with the Ghostbusters reboot. And we'll watch it. Now I'll say, oh, yeah, that's not hitting any of my buttons. Or, oh, yeah, I can't. I am all geeked up for this. So, I mean, you know. Uh, maybe I do. some government agency will decide that ghost busting is now a threat to national security. And there will be a <laughs> counter Ghostbusters strike force. And uh, they'll start rounding up the Ghostbusters. And Ghostbusters will have to wear a special mark. And then one special Ghostbuster will rise up. And lead the Ghostbuster revolution as they fight the government well, oppression of the Ghostbusting abilities. For what it's no, I, th I think you're veering off. I think I think what would happen is that one of the Ghostbusters would have to go back in time to prevent the dystopian future where the other Ghostbusters are hunted down by the government and killed. The rise so. of the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. The, also, uh, also, I think you forgot the part where apparently the ghosts were the rich elites. <laughs> <laughs> for what it, for what it, it turns out, mood slime can extend your life indefinitely. <laughs> oh shit! Oh wait, did we leap nine hundred and thirty years into the future where the world is just overrun with ghosts? Well, for what it's worth, the Harry original Potter shows up. The, the original outline for the original Ghostbusters movie was supposed to take place in the future, and there were Ghostbusters weren't exciting. It was boring. We've, they've had the technology to, uh, uh, to, to have ghost exterminators for like decades. And, and the Ghostbusters were actually going to be kind of a loser side out, a local outfit that was getting, uh, it couldn't compete with all the big franchises out there that were busting ghosts. But then they stumbled into this big horror super gozer, the gozerian ghost thing. And they were the ones, only ones to realize that it was something too big for your standard exterminator. And, uh, Ecto one was also going to be sapient and could talk, um, and fly. Um, okay. I'm the future. Ecto one is going to be kit. And the ghost busting is going to be done by IOI. And uh, I think we can pretty much nail this down. So I'm just wondering I, I, I say, if they're going to take uh, one possible way to do this would be a future where ghost busting is common no. and the original Ghostbusters aren't anything special might be no. a possible thing they could do. I we're don't killing know. Killing Mike or no. killing Patrick I'll, over I'll here. Tell you, I'll tell you right now, that is never going to happen. Right. I will say, like, <laughs> not, not until they get that franchise off the ground and they burn it and they, and they just, run the gas out of it. They just run it till the wheels fall off. Then then they might say, oh, hey, this is a brand new take and we'll go into the future. But Do you that, think the yeah. new Ghostbusters has to happen in New York? Not necessarily. Okay. Uh, or I, mean, I mean, the idea of the barn kind of gives the impression that it might not be. I will say this. I, I, I talk a lot of shit about 
how I'm not interested in a Ghostbusters after such a long time, and yet the idea of a Bill and Ted sequel after such a long time actually really excites me. I, but I feel like it's the idea of seeing these young stoner characters well into adulthood. Somehow that interests me. It's just so different that that actually interests me. I feel you know, like I it's don't. Not really fair. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. It's not really fair for me to say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Have you seen what Alex Winter looks like these days? <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's no Keanu Reeves. He did not no, age sir. as well as he did. You know, Keanu Reeves got that preserved look level of money. He's right. got He's got enough money to just kind of ice age that shit for a while. <laughs> and he's been, he's been doing the formula, hanging out with The Rock. <laughs> All right. Alex Winter, not so much. It's funny. Alex Winter became a vampire in Lost Boys, but Keanu Reeves looks like he's the one who was an actual vampire. And the fact <laughs> that his ass has not aged. It, well, an Anne Rice <laughs> vampire, right? Is that what you mean? Oh, oh no. He's uh, he's aged. So it's not in the face, but it's in the body. Like we were talking about with Samuel L. Jackson from mm. Spider Man Far, Far From Home. Um, so I. I made the poor life choice of watching replicas the other day. Oh my god! And uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, like when, when just when you see Keanu Reeves moving, it's uh, it, there's there's some stiffness there. Was it like yeah. watching yeah. Sam Jackson run in Captain Marvel? Uh, <laughs> without the aid of the de aging in the face to help sell it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, Captain Marvel watching that cell bitch run. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't get old, folks. It's just, it's just not no I mean, fun. All your stuff to starts be fair, to break. That was homeboys. You know, homeboys been doing it for thirty years, right? I mean, right? Sam, yeah, nineties. Sam Jackson is no spring chicken. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sam Jackson started acting when he yeah. was no spring chicken. I was going to so. say the guy started acting when he was old. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I'm I'm glad to get whatever time out of him. We can still we can still pull out of his you aging should, uh, dead body. You should Hell. watch his master class. It's really amusing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. I, uh, I I I I well wish... somebody will put it in the visual reference and then we'll I can watch it from there. I wish that I have the energy that Sam Jackson has when I'm his age. That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, you know what gives you energy? Money. So oh, it's so much fucking money. I thought you were gonna say going to jail when you were young, but okay, that you went a different route. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, there are a lot of ex-cons, and they are not spry. <laughs> it's the That's spry true. ones you got to watch out for. It's fair. exactly. Well, if you feel like acting like you give a shit about what we're doing, you can go to our website. And you can, uh, you know, click on the like and the subscribe, and you can share it. That's the best thing you could do, really. Is you could share this show and say, hey, man, I got this show. Now, uh, before you judge me too harshly on the way it sounds, I uh, I have some interests you may not be familiar with. So just listen to this show and uh, try not to judge me for having listened to it and recommending it to you. I think you can handle it. Try that. And uh, when that person disowns you, you can come running back to us. We'll still be here for you. Uh you know, regrettable life choices. We all have a few, and sharing this show could be one of yours, so stick it on there before you get drunk and do that. Our website is sci-fi show.net. 
Uh, we're on Facebook and the Twitter, but don't hold your breath. We don't post there very often. Uh, until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. Until then, this is Peter Bankman saying... I, I, I don't... Whatever, man. <laughs> it's from Ghostbusters, too. <laughs> <laughs>